those of you who maybe were coming into Mass as we were getting started missed Father Jan's explanation of all the scaffolding. By popular demand, we have brought bungee jumping back to the church. <laughs> I know everyone such a success last year. And now we have multiple places, actually, so we can have about four to five people jumping at the same time. Last year, you probably remember, it was very narrow, and it was relatively dangerous because people were running into each other on the way down. So we've expanded the platforms up there for bungee jumping during the school day. Today is this, what's called Laetare Sunday. And I know it's in Latin, and as soon as someone starts speaking Latin, we immediately turn switch off and we're like yeah I don't understand that whatever this is going to be stuffing it's going to be church like no it's because back then everyone spoke Latin it's today is if you want to call it happy Sunday rejoice Sunday whatever you want to call it it happens halfway through Advent it happens halfway through Lent and I know I've mentioned this to you before but I want to take it a little bit deeper happens twice a year halfway through Advent halfway through Lent and it's because we're halfway, or actually a little over halfway, on our journey towards Advent, Christmas, and Lent, Easter. And letare means rejoice, and we're all supposed to rejoice. And again, I said this last year, we can come here this morning, we're like, big deal, this Sunday does not feel any different than any other Sunday. I don't feel any happier than any other Sunday. And it's like I'm sitting out here, and we're spectators at the church doing its kind of thing up there. Okay, yeah, Father's wearing kind of more of a rose, a pinkish, purple. It's supposed to be Latari Sunday. Church is rejoicing. And I'm sitting in the pew, and I'm like, I don't really get it. Am I supposed to pretend like something amazingly exciting is going to happen at Easter? And as much as we try, we're like, yeah, we all love Easter. It's the Lord's resurrection. And unless you're some real, real big fanatic of like Reese's peanut butter eggs or something, it's not like you're real super excited that we're over halfway there. It's kind of like Lent. Yeah, we're giving up stuff. That's a little bit of a motivation, but it's not like, oh, yes, we are the Easter. You might say that in the car on the way to Disney World or something like that. You're like, yes, we're over halfway there. It's going to be awesome. But it's like, yeah, we have Easter dinner and, you know, the Easter bunny comes and lays eggs. And it's not like it's really that exciting. And if we're brutally honest, this probably happens to us when we come to church. No one would probably dare say it. But deep down, many of us are probably thinking it. Oh, here we are watching the church do its thing. I want to take you deeper. It's much more than just this feast that we're going to celebrate, which we call Easter. And we're supposed to rejoice because it's the day that Jesus rose from the dead. Kind of like I'm invited to someone's birthday party. And deep down, we all want to be the ones receiving gifts. But we go, and we, we do our best to pretend that we're happy that that other kid is getting all the cake and all the presents, and we're like, this is awesome, it's a birthday party, and all right, there's games for me, and that makes me feel good. And sometimes that can be the way it is at Easter. It's like, yeah, I'm happy for you, Jesus, that you rose from the dead, but as far as me changing my life and this amazing thing for me... It's important that we be reminded. Easter Sunday is pivotal 
for us as Christians. If Jesus Christ did not come out of that tomb on Easter Sunday, then he was either a liar or he was insane. There is no other logical option. The man predicted it several times. The man called himself the resurrection and the life. The man said he, on the third day he would rise from the dead. The man said, destroy this temple himself, his body, and in three days I will rebuild it. If Jesus did not rise from the dead 2,000 years ago on Easter Sunday, he was either a liar or he was insane. And all of us in this church are out of our minds. We are dumb. That's how important Easter Sunday is to me. My faith depends on that day. That's why we celebrate this year after year after year. It's not like I'm happy for you, Jesus. It's I'm also happy for myself that I have this faith. I'm able to stand on something solid, which is what happened 2,000 years ago on Easter Sunday. That's why we are invited when we're halfway to that celebration to look up, look at Jesus' resurrection, and rejoice. It is not just the cross. We did not just follow a teacher, someone who had good morals, and someone who was nice. We are following God. It's important that we be reminded of this. So it's not just some silly thing that's on the calendar. Oh yeah, Leitari Sunday. I had no idea until I walked into church and Father told me. We're halfway there to remember that event. In today's gospel, Jesus is having a conversation with Nicodemus. And he says, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so will the Son of Man be lifted up. So must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that all who believe in him might have eternal life. Just as. It can mean in a certain sense, since Moses lifted up the serpent, the Son of Man must be lifted up. But there's a deeper meaning. Just as, in the same way, in the same way that Moses lifted up that serpent, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. In what way did Moses lift up the serpent, the snake? Probably all like, yeah, I remember it happened. What's the context of that event? The people of God traveling through the desert for 40 years, starts to ring a bell, the 40 days of Lent, and little by little they get tired of following God. They get tired of the sacrifices that the journey implies for them. Yes, they're traveling towards the promised land, but they begin to forget. They begin to complain. They're like, I'm tired of following you, God. And God sends these snakes into the camp. The people get bit. They start to get sick and die. And God tells Moses, make a snake out of bronze, mount it on a pole, so that anyone who has been bitten and goes and looks at it will be healed. That's the event Jesus is referencing. 
think of one thing. The people of God saw the Red Sea split in half, open up so they could walk on dry land. The people of God saw the seven plagues in Egypt. The people of God ate manna off the desert floor every day of their journey. The people of God saw water come out of the rock. The people of God, they saw all these incredible things, birds that would fall from the sky so they could have meat. All these things God was showering on them. And what happened is because it was happening every day, every day, they forgot that it was from God and they lost the sense of the exceptional. Because it happened daily, they forgot God. How often does that happen in my life? How many, in how many ways is God constantly feeding me, nurturing me, protecting me? And because it happens daily, I start to forget. And not only do I start to forget, it says in the Old Testament, the people began to become nauseous. It made them throw up. The manna God gave them, the birds, the meat that he provided, the water from the rock, all this love, all this protection. It was so ordinary. They were so sick of it. It got to the point where it almost made them throw up. It's mind-boggling. And they were in such a state, they began to be bitten by serpents, and hence why Moses mounts this bronze snake on a pole for them to look at in order to be cured. I, too, am on this journey, not just 40 days of Lent that end with Jesus' resurrection. I'm on a journey that's called my life that ends, yes, with the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but it ends with my resurrection, the journey of my life. And I, too, like the people of God, forget God's hand, begin to become nauseous of this daily routine, and I am blinded by what God is providing for me. But you know what? We all get bitten by this sin, and this is the important piece. How are the people cured? They're cured by looking at the bronze snake on the pole, not by looking at their bites. What does that mean? In my Lenten journey, yes, I am going to recognize my sins, that I have been bitten, my failings, yes, but it can't stop there. That's in order for me to arrive to Jesus Christ, Jesus who is not this bronze serpent mounted on the pole, but Jesus Christ who is mounted on the cross, that I go and that my sins, the awareness of my sins, leads me to look at Jesus Christ. That is where the cure comes from. Looking at the incredible love that God has for me. Today on this Laetare Sunday, as we're excited that the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus is about to happen. Hopefully in my life the same is true. That hopefully I am also excited. That I'm excited to look at Jesus Christ and say, the resurrection follows the cross. 
it's not a moment for me to dwell on my sins for the sake of my sins. It's a moment to dwell on my sins so that I can look at Jesus Christ on the cross.